0: We head to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystonesportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome in. Quarter number four of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hockensmith here. Coming back to you one more time from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. blue blue and white. Drink blue and light. As promised, we're talking Penn State wrestling here. Wrapping up their regular season on Sunday. Jacob Ferrett from the Daily Collegian joins us now to talk about... The win over American, forty to three, and a couple other little news items that came up. Maybe a little primer as we look ahead, uh, almost two weeks, you know, about a week and a half until Big Ten Championships. Uh, Jake, welcome back on Penn State American, forty to three. Not a lot of drama there. What, what, what did you take away from them wrapping up their uh, final match there in Rec Hall? No, you
1: know, you're right. Not a lot of drama there. Although, I mean, I, I don't know if we consider this drama at this point, but you know, Nick Lee. Picked up only his third decision
0: of the season,
1: beating Sal Perfacci. So I guess some people might consider that drama. But uh, all told, you know, I think the story of the match for me wasn't so much, you know, obviously it was senior day. And so, you know, guys like Shakur Rashid, Vincenzo Joseph, Mark Hall, some others you know, we're honored for the match. And I think Shakur Rashid is really the story of the match because, you know, we hadn't seen Shaq, you know, hit that crossface face cradle that he's known for really this season. We haven't seen him, you know, really push the pace yet in any of the eight duels, you know, that he's wrestled in. But, you know, uh, Sunday, I, I think, you know, we saw that really for the first time, and saw a glimpse of, okay, he's now basically as close to fully healthy as he's going to get. And, you know, if he can keep getting into positions where he can lock up cradles, I mean, he pinned his opponent, and I think it was a minute and four seconds. So, you know, he he talked about after the match, you know, he's like, listen, I saw Mark and Vincenzo go out there and get pins, and he joked, he said he didn't want to be the only senior to not get a pin on senior day. But, you know, I think it's important because we hear Kale all the time talk about how he wants these guys going out and looking for bonus points at any at any and every opportunity and especially you know like you said sort of with the postseason getting in earnest you know two weeks you know in a little over two weeks every point there is going to be huge so if you can go out and get bonus you know I think it's going to really bode well for them and so the fact that Shaq is willing to go out there and do that I think is going to help him and Penn State you know later in March
0: one of the so Talking about this team last year, for example, the idea of one-upsmanship, the idea of, you know, I don't know, uh, Bo Nickel got a pin, so I I feel like I have to get a pin. Like, that was very prominent last year. We haven't talked about it as much this year, I think, just because – the idea of automatic bonus points or automatic pins isn't quite the same without those like kind of transcendent guys. But uh, it's interesting. And to to your point about Shakur Rashid, you want to talk about Penn state's path to a national championship, having him be himself and having him be 100% is borderline mandatory for for that. Like I, and I think any little breadcrumb that suggests he's going to get there, I think is a big deal even if it, you know, in the context of this match that they won 40 to 3, not a big deal, but feeling good about Shakur Rashid going into big tens, I think can be a very big deal.
1: Well, and you know, th- that's the other thing, is, you know, he talked about, you know, he said that that match specifically, you know, isn't necessarily going to change anything for him and isn't necessarily going to, you know, boost his confidence a ton. But he said the preparation that went into them, you know, the talking to coaches beforehand and everything like that. You know, he said he felt really good going in, and so if he can keep that up, I think that's going to, you know, bode well for Penn State. And I mean, I think if you look at, you know, 197 pounds, especially in the Big Ten, I mean, if Shaq is healthy, I think it's essentially, you know, a three-horse race between him, Colin Moore, and uh, Warner of Iowa. So, you know, I think that he's got the chance to really make some noise. And, you know, we haven't seen a huge sample size of him in the dual season, but if he can go on a run in the big 10 tournament, I think he's going to put people on notice and say, listen, this is the same Shakur Rashid that was an All-American at 197 two years ago. So,
0: yeah. And, uh, Again, big for Penn State as a team. Another one that I think is interesting and the timing of it, Jared and we sat here, uh, I guess it was last week, just talking about how close he might have been to getting a signature win. I think the the way that he wins, this one was a 3-1 uh, against Clark uh, from, from American. Uh, I think the only ranked-on-ranked on ranked matchup in, in that duel but yep. for, for him to get this win at this time, you know, there, there's nothing automatic about beating Jared for clearing as you get into Big 10s. And he could be an interesting guy in this team race. Maybe not as a guy who you expect to be an All American necessarily, but how about a guy who can maybe, you know, at NCAA, NCAAs to get a pin and a major or to get a couple consolation wins that provide those hidden points in the team race.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's especially notable that, you know, his last two losses were sudden victory to top 10 guys, including to the top ranked guy in the country in Sammy Sasso, And they were both Big Ten opponents. So the odds are to see those guys you know, when the Big Ten tournament gets underway. So, you know, the fact that he'll have seen them before and knew he was right there. You know, I think now that he was able to get this win over Keyshawn Clark, who is, I think, eighth in the country, you know, and can finally get that top 10 win and break out, I think that that's going to be huge for Verkeren's confidence going forward. And, you know, I think that, like you said, sort of, it's going to make him a sneaky threat to sort of score points come, you know, whether it's the Big Ten or the NCAA tournament.
0: And then even beyond this year, just just feeling like his weight, And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but just feeling like his weight is not a throwaway weight, so to speak, Uh, for Penn State to feel optimistic that this is is a weight class for Penn State that maybe over the next two seasons they can actually do some scoring as opposed to just trying to prevent other teams scoring.
1: Well, absolutely. And I mean, you know, to that point, I think, you know, last year, and again, throwaway weight maybe is not the right word, but, you know, I think fans had become so accustomed to seeing Zane Rutherford at 149 that, you know, last year was really, I think, the first year without him in the lineup. And so, you know, there were battles between, you know, Verclerin and Brady Bergey and, you know, occasionally Bill Piper would slot in. So fans didn't really know what to expect. But I think now that verclearin has got the spot sort of, locked down and all by himself. I mean, he talked about how, you know, that helps his confidence because he doesn't have to go out there and worry about if he's going to, you know, be the starter, you know, week in and week out. And so I I think you're right. It You know, it should give Penn State fans, you know, sort of a glimmer of hope that, hey, listen, you know, maybe he's not going to be Zane Rutherford, but he's going to be a guy who we can come to depend on you know, to pick up a timely win when needed.
0: And and the feeling, I don't know, maybe it's just I, I think the feeling is that I feel like this guy is going to be an all-American at some point in his career. Now, you know the way the way that he's wrestled down the stretch and how close he's been, and now beating, you know, the number eight kid in the country. I feel like uh, that that top eight finish could be in his future. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's this year, but maybe it's next year.
1: Yeah, I, absolutely, and you know, I, I agree. You know, I, I don't think that's totally out, out of the realm of possibility at all.
0: How about just the opportunity in this duel at Rack Hall to put into perspective or think about, you know, the idea of Vincenzo Joseph and Mark Hall, their careers ending, you know, they go out obviously with pins at rec hall, but you know, it is gonna, it is getting to be that time where you, you are thinking about the context of their careers. Now there's a big piece outstanding, uh, both Absolutely. both big yeah. time factors to win, win another national title. But you, did you do a little bit of thinking about what they've meant and, and to some extent, uh, flying under the radar in, in a weird way, just because of the, the shadows that were, have been cast over them in the past.
1: Well, and so, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, after the BJC duel, uh, you know, we, one of our, uh, Swift, you know, he wrote a column and said, listen, you know, Terry McCoy, Uh, Terry McCoy, Zane, David Taylor, and Bo Nickel were brought out to sort of commemorate them winning the Hodges, and they were sort of looked at as the Mount Rushmore of Penn State wrestling because they've won the Hodge Trophy, but it's like if you really stop and think about it, it's like There's no one because you've got to include guys like Ed Ruth. You know, you've got to include guys like Frank Bolinaro, like Mark, like Vincenzo. So I think it just speaks to the quality of the guys that are in that room, you know, year in and year out that, you know, guys like Vincenzo Joseph, who's a two time national champion, you know, vying for his third could potentially, you know, fly under the radar in any
0: capacity. Uh, I want to get to a couple other things, but um, I, I did want to ask just about you know, Zahid Valencia suspended indefinitely for a failed drug test. That's an interesting weight anyway at 184. And I know there's a lot of Penn State factions, not that you're 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 celebrating um, a kid being in that position, but it, it does bring new context to what Aaron Brooks' capabilities are at 184. What do you think about that weight class now and, and maybe how wide open it could be?
1: Absolutely. And I, I think that's the perfect word. I think it is, you know, so much more, wide open. I think Zaheed was the preeminent favorite, and, you know, obviously, it is unfortunate what happened, and, you know, we don't know the circumstances, so I don't want to speculate, but, you know, if he is not ready to go for NCAAs, and if it turns out that, you know, he's not on Arizona State's roster, I think that that puts Brooks in a really good position because, you know, he's going to have to go up against, I think, two guys who are also title contenders at 184 in Ava Shot Taylor event and he'll see them in the Big Ten tournament. You know, he beat Assad pretty handily, and he suffered a pretty close, you know, decision-lost event. So I I think that that, you know, the Big Ten tournament, I mean, outside of the Big Ten, you've got guys like Darmstadt and, you know, a couple of other, you know, decent guys. But I I think the Big Ten tournament is sort of going to sort itself out as to whoever comes out on top there is probably, you know, the preeminent title favorite. Now, I think Brooks would have reached the podium and would have been an All-American regardless. But I certainly think that, you know, especially because you get points, you know, at NCAAs, depending on where you finish, you know, I I think that that's going to, you know, boost his odds and help Penn State's case even more.
0: Just the feeling that <clears throat> if he just gets hot, you know, if he has his hottest stretch of the year, a, a whole new path is there in front of him. How about um, Brady Berge? Just the sequence there. We talked about him last week. He came back, didn't quite look like himself. Uh, now he's out for the year. Um, so it, it was briefly entertained, I guess. But how did that um, flow? About a minute here, just, uh, you know, him trying to come back and then ultimately being ruled out.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cale didn't you know, really give us new insight into what went into that decision. He didn't, you know, say how long, the, you know, they'd been sh- sitting with that decision. But basically, you know, at the end of, you know, the press conference on Sunday, somebody asked. And, you know, he basically said that Bergie is done for the year and that, you know, they're undecided right now between going with and for, uh for the postseason.
0: So next up. Big 10 championships March 7th and 8th NCAA championships start Thursday, March 19th and run through uh Saturday, March 21st. Just real quick. How about Penn state getting the big 10 championships and hosting those next season?
1: Yeah. You know, first time since 2009. So it'll be the first time since Kale Sanders has gotten to Penn state. They're hosting the big 10 championships. I think it's, you know, great. You know, it, the fact that it hasn't been at Penn state yet, is kind of crazy. And, you know, obviously the fans here love wrestling Penn State's always a threat for a Big Ten title. So I I think it'll be a crazy atmosphere. And, you know, it's the third big tournament here in three years. Final X,
0: you know, happening
1: the summer before last season, the Olympic trials this year and the Big Ten tournament next year. You know, I, I think it just speaks to how much Penn State fans are valued and everything like that
0: and also big tens as we just discussed a national caliber event another national caliber event coming to penn state next year that's jacob ferret from the daily collegian talking penn state wrestling he'll be back next week we'll preview big tens then for now that's it for this edition of the keystone kickoff show we'll see you next time this is where the temperatures are unkind this is where water freezes in the blink of an eye this is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labat hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labat Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it cool. This is Labat hockey. Beer, Labat USA, Buffalo, New York.
1: Life gets complicated. And it only gets more complicated when things change which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. The blue-white game is coming soon and GoPSURV.com has you covered with their best deals ever. RVs for the weekend starting at just $500. Even better, whatever you spend on the spring game can be used as a credit for any game in the fall. Spend the weekend in a luxury RV. Enjoy 409 Tailgate Club barbecue, and a free bus ride to and from the stadium. Go to GoPSURV.com or call Mark at 800-519-8467 for all the details.